Telsch, and this is Have Not Seen That, Special Edition. Got a little treat for you this week, on top of our regular episode, which will be out a little later in the week. Uh, If you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, you heard me and Monica talk about Willow, but before we talked about the movie, we were talking about our World of Warcraft experience, since that's how we met. And then in the next episode, I had Chris Talent on, and he and I kicked things off by talking about World of Warcraft as well, since we had that as a shared experience. And I just kind of got to thinking that Monica and I and Chris and I do a good job about talking about WoW, so maybe it's time that we put something together, because, you know, I haven't just started a new podcast, so what do you do next? You start another new podcast. So we've put together our first episode of a new podcast we're calling Citizens of Azeroth, a World of Warcraft podcast. And it is here for your listening pleasure. If you like it, head over to azerothcitizen.podbean.com to subscribe and catch our future episodes. But for now, we'll just give you a treat. Here's our first episode of Citizens of Azeroth, a World of Warcraft podcast. Citizens of Azeroth! Citizens of Azeroth, today is the day we turn the tide. Today is the day that we retake our world. Welcome to Citizens of Azeroth, a World of Warcraft podcast where we discuss World of Warcraft and other Blizzard Entertainment games. I'm Rafe Telsh, a Pandaren monk, and joining me on this adventure we have, for the Alliance, Alora, a Night Elf Druid. Hi, Alora, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Good. And for the Horde, Chris Talent, a Blood Elf Paladin. Hey, Chris. Hey there. How's it going? Good, good. So people who listen to my other podcast may know I had you guys on separate episodes, but both times we just started talking about World of Warcraft and kind of got the idea that maybe a, a Warcraft podcast was a good idea. But for people who didn't listen to that episode or want a little more insight, I thought we'd kick it off by introducing ourselves, talk a little bit about who we are and what we uh, bring to the conversation. And Alora, we'll kick it off with you. Huh, okay. Uh, sounds good. I'm Alora. I um, play a Night Elf Druid in um, World of Warcraft. Um, and I have uh, been playing since 2008. Um, I started out on an RP server, um, RP PvP server. And in an RP guild and that was a lot of fun and I kind of progressed from RP in the game is a whole lot of fun to rating um, and then serious progression and have mostly led I've had periods where I wasn't um, raid leader or guild leader or both in my WoW career but have mostly led um, progression raid teams since 2009 2010 or been on them. I've either led or been on them. So mostly led though. But I play actively almost every day. Um, a little bit less right now because things are a little bit boring, which we'll get to eventually. But uh, <laughs> yes, that's that's my WoW experience. I play on the Alliance. Yeah, I do want to get to that. Things are kind of boring eventually, but probably not this episode and, mm-hmm. and probably not next one. So we're probably we're, we're already setting things up three, four episodes down the road. Right. You're also a, a Mythic Plus contender. Absolutely. Have competed in the MDI tournament as well. Um, but um, I was super stoked when they first introduced um, challenge modes, when they even first announced it, I was already planning my teams. Um, 
and um, have done, um, I have realm best times. Um, I have all the golds and all the, you know, on, on a number of characters, or at least some of the characters um, from challenge mode. And then it morphed into Mythic Plus, um, which I absolutely love and did end up competing in at least one of the MDI tournaments. We didn't do very well, but we did at least, you know, qualify for the first MDI tournament. I think your team name sums up a lot about you guys' approach to it, though. What was your team name? Uh, BRB Dogs Barking. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a dog, so <laughs> it happens a lot. <laughs> and then outside of World of Warcraft, what other Blizzard games are you uh, a fan of? Uh, oh, D3. Um, pretty much, I, I'm definitely a huge Diablo fan, um, and I love D3. Pretty much only play hardcore um, actually, I, I only play hardcore. I, when we first played the game in the very beginning, I we leveled once in uh, what I would call softcore, um, but uh, in normal <laughs> normal mode. <laughs> um, but um, after that, as soon as we were done with that, we didn't we didn't do any progression beyond just leveling to cap, and then we could create our hardcore tunes. And we only play hardcore, and we use it kind of in the off times or. Or when new seasons come out, we'll go and we'll play a little bit. It's, it's you know, I like that fun dungeon crawly stuff. So, And then the other thing I wanted to highlight is you do travel around with War Mode on. Uh, you're, you're quite proficient at World PvP. Mm-hmm. I have a partner, so that definitely helps. My husband is a paladin, and so, and I'm a resto druid. So we do travel exclusively in War Mode, and we do, we are very hungry. <laughs> like ooh, <Hordes. laughs> all right uh changing sides chris talk a little bit about yourself what do you bring to our conversation i usually play a blood elf paladin uh named kelly bundy with the hairdo <laughs> right <laughs> simply named that way because of the hairdo because the the other one was named peggy bundy with the hairdo i've got 50 characters all across various servers but i've been playing since pretty much since beta um back when there was nobody else online and i think i have one of just about every class and race mixture um Mm. just to try them out and see what they do and pvp non-pvp rp rp kind of scares me just because some of the people get really deep into their backstory (laughs) like really deep into their backstory so it's just not my not my thing so but no i played with war mode on war mode off and it depends on the server honestly gotcha now you're also playing classic which yes which alora and i are not yep i do play i do play classic i got a uh, undead mage who's level 44 right now just grinding out gold which I think everybody on Classic is doing right now. And then what other non-World of Warcraft Blizzard games are you interested in? I still play Hearthstone daily. Um, I do play Diablo, and I play Heroes of the Storm with my son when he gets bored. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But there's really not a lot to do in that, so we just kind of do the, I think it's called Exhibition Mode or whatever it is, where you just kind of beat up other people um really not to do but not a lot to do because they kind of nerfed it last year right and then my my twins like playing overwatch but there's again there's really not a lot to do you just go in and play so right all right well uh on on my side 
you know, I, I'm, I'm probably the, the lighter core player than Alora is. She and I have been in the same guild since that guild on the uh, RP PVP server. Uh, I don't have a partner that I travel around with, so I don't tend to be <laughs> as involved in PVP, which Alora has, you know, demeaned more than once that I'm in, uh, hey now. <laughs> that I'm in w- wimp mode, I think you called it. Yes, I have. <laughs> Uh, I have mostly been a mythic raider this tier. Uh, I've been on progression raid teams in the past, but this is the first expansion that I've consistently stuck through. The last three or four expansions, I've tended to have to take a break for one reason or another, you know, mid expansion. So I'll tend to miss the middle tier of, of raiding and then coming in, if I can get back into raiding, great. If I can't, then I'm usually just catching up on the story. Uh, for me, I, I, I love mythic raiding and I do enjoy the mythic plus dungeons, but to me, I'm, I'm more about the lore, the story behind World of Warcraft. And that's what keeps me driven. Uh, when I get to, when we get a new patch, it's great to experience the new story. But then when you get to the part of the expansion that is just grinding things, I tend to get a little bored. Um, so I've, I've really tried hard this, this go around to stick with it, but, uh, it's, it's been an, an issue here or there, uh, outside of world of Warcraft. I also do play overwatch, uh, although definitely not on a competitive level. And I've dabbled in Diablo three. I don't think I, I still haven't finished the story, so I don't get to do cool things like rifts and such, but, uh, cause again, it's to me, I'm more interested in the story. And I think that's where a lot of other blizzard games have not been able to pull me in is because, there's not really a narrative to Hearthstone. There's not really a narrative to Heroes of the Storm. Uh, Overwatch has some form of narrative, but it's more in extraneous videos and such. The narrative to Hearthstone is Warcraft. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, game within a game, it's a little hard to draw a story there. So. Exactly. So that's kind of who we are and what we uh, bring to the table. Uh, but timing our first episode... It is interesting timing because while there's been a lot of news to talk about, the biggest thing and what we're going to focus on this week is that we are just a couple of days away from BlizzCon 2019. BlizzCon, BlizzCon, BlizzCon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which uh, Alora has a ticket to go to, but is not going to be making use of it. No, I'm very sad. Yeah, I'm sad for you. Yes. Uh, so I know that she'll be making use of the virtual ticket. I'll be mm-hmm. watching probably the free parts. I don't think I'm intri- intrigued enough to, to buy the virtual ticket. So I'll just be kind of catching reporting online and mm-hmm. whatever cool tidbits Alora sends me. Uh, Chris, <laughs> are you going to be checking it out? I'll probably watch the stuff on Wowhead. Mm-hmm. Right. But other than that, I'll just kind of see what people are, watch- are talking about on Twitter. Right. So... I think the the best place to start talking about BlizzCon is kind of the elephant in the room, mm. which I'm curious as to whether or not they're going to address at BlizzCon. And this is, of course, uh, that earlier this month, Hearthstone player Blitzchung was banned for a year and had his competition winnings removed or stripped from him for promoting the Free Hong Kong movement on one of the streams while he was, uh, I guess, discussing his win. Mm-hmm. And then the end of his interview, right? And then it took like a a, a week uh, or a week and a half for Blizzard to come back and actually address it. They were strangely quiet about the whole matter, and they ended up reducing his ban time down to six months, and they restored his prize winnings. On top of that, they also uh, had terminated the, the casters who were involved. They terminated their contracts, and they walked that back to a six month ban as well. 
It's definitely the elephant in the room for me. Yes, it is. And, and you know, I, I have to be honest, when this occurred, I was not as aware of the whole Hong Kong situation as I probably should be as, you know, a person in the world. And it wasn't actually until this past week, uh, This American Life ran an episode that really kind of explored the Hong Kong movement and what's going on there and why and explored both sides. So if you're not familiar with the Hong Kong movement, I do recommend go listen to that episode of This American Life. It, it was really kind of eye opening as to what was going on. So the- I, I definitely sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I, I definitely no, go ahead. had um, it had shown up the protests and the 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 whole the whole shebang had shown up in my newsfeed a couple of days before this thing um, with the Hearthstone um, and the, and the competition. So I actually already knew about it and I, I am, you know, have definitely have an opinion about it. Um, I, I, it is a scary situation um, that I have kind of been watching before this thing with Hearthstone, um, the Hearthstone tournament happened, but then then this thing happened. And, you know, um, then my entire newsfeed is filled. The, the day it happened was filled with probably, probably six or seven different um, news sources reporting on the fact that he did this and that Blizzard, Blizzard banned him. Yeah. And there's been, a, and there's been a, a lot of fallout from Blizzard's reaction to it. Um, I know that a lot of players decided to leave the game to cancel all their subscriptions, figuring they would speak with their wallets rather than, the, you know, just their words. Uh, Alora, I know as a raid leader, you've seen that impact your raid team. Mm-hmm. Chris, I know you said you had a friend who had tickets to BlizzCon who was considering not going because yeah, of this. Absolutely. So it's definitely had an impact. And I, we could sit here and talk about that and whether Blizzard was right in their actions or was wrong in their actions. I, I, I kind of feel like that's irrelevant at this point because it's mm-hmm. it's been addressed. Blizzard did finally come out and talk about it. And that's that's more a couple of weeks old. Right. The question I have in relation to BlizzCon is, should they address the elephant in the room? Because you know it's there's already been criticism that they're not going to have a Q&A panel, an open Q&A panel, and, and they haven't had an open Q&A panel for years. Right. But there's been criticism that they're not going to have one and that they're suppressing people. Um, should they just go ahead and make a statement up front about how that's going to be dealt with during the con? Or should they just hope that people have forgotten about it by now, which a lot of news sites seem to think people have? I don't think anyone's forgotten about it. And I think that the people who are angry about it are, um, have been organizing, um, and, and do have plans. Um, and, uh, which frustrates me. I don't personally think that Blizzard should be doing anything. I mean, it, it may get to the point that they have to, you know, make a statement about what they will and won't tolerate, but that's probably already written into the tickets. And, I, I don't, I think that the, the number one thing for me, the number one reason why I don't think that they should address it at all is that the developers make zero choices with regards to player bans and uh, staff firings or hirings. They don't have anything to do with that. And this is predominantly um, a format for, you know, the community to have access to the developers and to um, to what the developers are doing and what's coming in the games. And I understand that the community definitely wants to use this opportunity to make their stink, but I don't personally think Blizzard should address it. 
Chris, what do you think? Well, a couple things. I think the original banning of Blitzchung was done by the China arm of Blizzard, and the rest of Blizzard has to clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if them saying anything at BlizzCon is actually going to make a difference. Right. I guess I'm concerned that it's going to become a disruptive aspect of the con, that people are going to want to voice their protests you know, via during a Q&A. And I know those questions are picked ahead of time. They're screened. But we saw last year somebody can say, this is my question, and then get up to the mic and, and, and ask, change it. Yes. And change it. We saw that last year with uh, the, the Diablo response. Yeah, they've always had that that ability. I mean, that's for as many BlizzCons as I've watched um, with the virtual ticket, you know, there's it's always been known, first of all, that, that you do get pre-screened. And, you know, that's you still do i mean you're it's not like they're standing there with you know a chain on you to determine what you can and cannot say but um and i guess that's why i feel like they should address ahead of time what they will and won't uh, accept in that regard Uh, that's just my feeling is that i think they should make a blanket statement and say look this happened we're aware of it uh we didn't handle it as well as we should have but that's not why we're here for this weekend we're here to talk about our new products we're here to talk about you know this and that and people who want to derail that, it just won't be accepted yeah. and you'll be removed from the con and that's going to be it. And I, I just, I feel like they should make a blanket statement like that. I, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I can't see Ian handling that very well. I, mean, I, <laughs> I can't see him handling those kinds of questions very well. You know? No, no. There's going to have to be somebody on the mixing board with a really, really fast mute button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I, as I said, I just want to get your take. So, so uh, Alora, you're saying no blanket statement needed. I don't think that it should. I think, I, I don't know. I don't think that they should have to do anything. The developers have no choice in anything. And I don't think they should have to accept responsibility or culpability for, you know, decisions that were made by a different department. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chris statement, no statement. I a hundred percent agree. That, okay. that you you can't blame the developers for what they were told to build. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, let's talk about our, our predictions, rumors, that kind of stuff that is coming out from BlizzCon. It feels like the closer we're getting, the more rumors are coming out, and some of that could be legitimate leaks, whereas some of that could also just be people taking advantage of. Oh, this is going to be heavier in the news. Let me quickly spoof something up. Uh, and of course, let's start with World of Warcraft, since that's kind of our primary focus. Uh, we just surprisingly, a couple of weeks ago, had information about 8.3 revealed. Mm-hmm. So instead of saving that for BlizzCon, they went ahead and talked about, you know, where we're going and, and where the story is, the direction the story is going to head from here. That opens the door to a lot of speculation that we're going to get a new WoW expansion, as well as just the timetable is that it's almost time for them to be announcing a new expansion anyway. So do you think we're going to get a new expansion? And what would you what direction would you like that to take, Alora? Yes, I think we're going to definitely get (laughs) an expansion announcement. I absolutely do. I'm so super stoked about it, too. Um, I can say that I have tried with a small exception that I may talk about at some point um, have tried very hard to stay away from other people's predictions um, up to this point um, because 
I like to form my own and then see kind of how it plays out. But I definitely think we're going to get an expansion announcement. And I am, can I, can I say what I think I'm? Yeah, that's what I want. Okay. Yeah, okay, go good, for it. good, good. Okay. So I am strongly hoping that, um, so that cinematic that showed um, Sylvanas with her special new crazy magic skills. Yes. Um, yeah, whatever that, wherever that came from. And maybe that, that maybe that's old gaudy kind of stuff. Um, but we also have our void elves and the whole void part of things that we really haven't explored. And so I'm hoping that that's kind of where we end up going is to some some where, sort of void space. Yeah. Wherever that energy comes from and that we just. Well, and, and some people apparently missed it. Uh, this is of course talking about the end of the, the fourth war here mm-hmm. that after that cinematic plays, if you stick around in at the gates of Orgrimmar uh, finishing up, there's a conversation between Jaina and I think uh, Lothramar about what kind of magic was that? I've never seen that sort of thing before. Right. No, it and, was with Thaurisia. Oh, was it with Thaurisia? Yeah, because she was comparing her magic to um, um, Asherah's, and she didn't she didn't know what it was. She's never detected that type of magic before. Right. Something yeah. completely new. So that would be an interesting direction to pursue. Okay. So void stuff is what Alora wants to see. Chris, new expansion, yes or no? And if so, where do you want to go? There's going to be a new expansion simply because it's lining up with the 2017, um, was it 7.3 mm-hmm. drop right before 8.0 came out or they, when they announced 8.0. Um, I think it's going to be something to do with either the Shadowlands or going to the Shadowlands or whatever they were talking about with the, uh, I think it's the, the raid Emerald Darkness when you get the gift of Enzoth. Oh, the, yeah, okay. And you start listening to some of the stuff they're talking about, it all kind of points to the Shadowlands. Well, there's been a lot of references to the Shadowlands in this expansion. I mean, there's been a lot of focus on death in this expansion. I mean, we have the Loa of death, for one. Right. right. But but we've also, if you look at the last couple of expansions, of course, you know, we, we dealt with the Lich King and, and raising the dead. But we... Uh, last expansion we fought hella right and and we've been given reason to believe that she's not actually dead through one of the missions that drops from island expeditions right and sylvanas actually made a pact with her right and the the horde storyline you actually see sylvanas talking to her and making a pact so that she can get more whatever the undead people are that bring people back to life Chris, where in the storyline does that is that um, later in the current expansion or is that in the previous one? That's in the previous expansion for Legion. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's Legion content if I remember yeah. correctly. Okay. But in this expansion, um, for the Horde storyline, you have two choices. One is to follow Sylvanas, and the other one is to follow the traitors. Mm-hmm. And if you follow traitors. Sylvanas after the battle, you get to go to the Windrunner Spire. And she talks about specifically um, feeding souls to death. Mm. And death is capitalized. Oh, really? And I can't be the only one that picked that out. Right. No. Huh. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Because, again, we've had a lot, as I said, Hello Last Expansion. This expansion, Bonsamdi, has been a major figure. Um, The Drust mentioned the Shadowlands. We do fight. I suddenly went blank on his name. What's the Drust? The Drust dude's name at the end of the uh, the mansion. 
uh gore 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 something gore yeah i should know this i guess so should i this dungeon oh my goodness um but we we fight him and he when when he falls he says i'll see you in the shadowlands and then that thread has not been picked up from 8.0 yes Mm -hmm. we've not returned to it so there's a lot of substance there to lay down a, a shadowlands expansion right yeah, here's the quote from Sylvanas. It says, My bargain with Ashara will bear fruit. The armies of Azeroth will fight her master, and he will line their streets with corpses. In the end, he too will serve death, and death is capitalized. But enough reflection, there are preparations to be made. Nothing lasts forever. When you next see me, you will all understand. Huh. That's, hmm. yeah. I think that's the direction that they're going to go. And that's after the big fight at the gates of Orgrimmar. Huh. Weird. And unless you were following Sylvanas at the time, you didn't see that. That's or you, you know, watched on WoW Insider. <laughs> right, right. Unless you saw the little back, you know, you Googled it or YouTubed it or whatever. Well, I definitely think we're due for an expansion. Um, and the the death has been kind of something that's been prevalent on my mind. Um, I, I'd like to see that followed up on that that's fascinated me ever since i finished the questing in drusfar with the trust that you know the, the idea of i'll see you in the shadowlands and then it's something that just has been laid by the side that we haven't picked back up and and it's nice of blizzard to do that to leave lots of little threads that they can pick up on later on uh, i know that there is a rumor about a shadowlands expansion i don't necessarily know that i put much stock in it yet because we know people are really proficient with Photoshop and can put together some realistic looking things. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I I've seen at least three maps for the next expansion for different ideas mm-hmm. through Reddit. So, so who knows, but uh, a Shadowlands one appeals to me, although I do like the idea of following the void stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and really? if we go to the, if we go to the Shadowlands, that's home of the void. Yeah. They're somehow it explains it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't know much about it. So I just think it, that it's, you know, it keeps coming up and, you know, it always includes the question of well, where did this come from and what is it really? Because we don't right. know a whole lot about it. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I definitely agree with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I would say that I will add that um, I think that on one hand, this disappoints me because I've said many times that I don't want it to be another garage um, end boss. I don't want, I, I was very, I'll just say pissed off <laughs> when, you know, at the end of all of our progression with, um, gosh, we, we imprisoned him. We didn't, we didn't kill him. Like, dude, yeah. like did, uh, after all of this, you're going to do this to us. I was incredibly frustrated and betrayed by my leaders. Um, well, and I was frustrated that then the next step of that story takes place in a novel. Right. Yes. There was that too. That, that, Although I kind of actually like that flipping back and forth between, I actually enjoy all of that. But, um, but I, I taking this, I want to kill Sylvanas. I mean, I, I want her dead. Um, well, did you read? <laughs> did you read before the storm? Um, I didn't actually finish it. I um, only started it. The idea I got after reading that book is they're not gonna let you kill her she's gonna be more instead of like a garage 2.0 she's gonna be more like an illidan 2.0 where it's it's almost like you're gonna everyone's gonna have to work with her to get through whatever the next expansion is Hmm. yeah i mean i think we're done with her 
for a leader battle for Azeroth. Yeah, for I don't, a, I don't for think a leader standpoint. Well, no, I think we're done with that character for battle for Azeroth. I don't think we're going to see her again. Uh, because I mean, the focus of eight point three is Nihilatha and right. visions of Nazoth, and we already we already know that. But I, I don't think we're going to see Sylvanas again until the lead up to whatever the next expansion is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that because eight point three is all void stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So technically, it could be you know, and and I'm assuming eight point three will be the last major ex- you know patch of Battle for Azeroth, but. Because that's usually the trend. It's usually three major patches, and then we move right. on to the next expansion. So, um, two other questions to throw at you guys before we move on. Visions of Nazoth is our next expansion. There's our next uh, patch. Mm-hmm. The last two, or I want to say, I guess three expansions, we do not kill the end boss of the final raid. Mm-hmm. They then lead us into the next expansion. Do you think we will kill? our final boss or do you think will lead us into the next expansion? Um, so that's complicated and it has to do with lore bits that I don't entirely um, remember. And so maybe you guys do and you can help me out. But um, my, isn't the the basis of the planets of this universe that they are, I may be getting this completely wrong. There are the, they are old gods. And then um, originally Sargeras was, made or created to to deal with them um and so if we if we kill it (laughs) what happens then to azeroth well azeroth is our world soul Uh uh-huh so it's they're not built on the foundation of the old gods the old gods are kind of an infestation in the world so i guess the idea being if we kill the old gods then azeroth would be purified Ideally, if, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly, <laughs> I have to find the Chronicles book. It's actually near me, but um, so I'll look that up and maybe we can talk about that another time. But um, I just, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like we have to. Um, I feel like we have to, um, okay. but I don't. If um, I don't know what the consequence of that is going to be, um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely going into this one pretty blind but purposefully i haven't i haven't done a lot of um you know i I want the story to unfold um in the game for me um right and i've really kind of protected that actually a lot in this in this expansion in particular well that's why i'm just asking speculation because i I don't have any i haven't seen any spoilers one way or the other i'm just going on you know we didn't kill garage Mm -hmm. we didn't kill guldan Mm mm-hmm we didn't kill who was the main boss, the end boss of, well, I guess we, we didn't kill, I guess we did technically kill Sargeras, but you know, we still got the nice sword in our planet from it. Um, the, the final bo- battle has tended to be what leads to the next expansion. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I'm curious where, if we don't kill Nazoth, where does that take us? And I guess you're, you're poising, posing a really good question too, which is if we do kill Nazoth, where does that take us? Yeah. What, is, what happens to Azeroth itself? I don't, I don't know. And I, it's um, interesting to, you know, to speculate about um, Sylvanas, you saying that we're probably not going to see her and you're right. They'll probably do a Rathian thing with her where, you know, she just disappears and like, well, where did she go? Um, and then Chris saying that, you know, we're maybe, were you saying that we're essentially not going to, like, is she going to be cleansed if we kill Nazoth? Is she, 
is she cleansed of whatever this does she get to be i think she's going to be like a key to get into the next world okay that's interesting okay kind of like whatever deal she has with helia mm-hmm. to to get into the shadowlands well, and she's made several deals because she made that deal with Helia that we don't really know the details of. And she made a deal with Ajara that we don't really know the details of. Exactly. Right. She's just, she's just a, a making fool there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. I know one of our guildies has speculated that 8.3 isn't going to get a lot of coverage at BlizzCon. What do you think about that? Do you think they're going to go over aspects of it or do you think it's, the focus will be on whatever's shiny and new? I think that they might touch on a little, but I, I think they're mostly going to touch on new stuff. I don't think they'll give us a lot of 8.3 stuff. I think they'll release it during BlizzCon. I think that that's probably a, a, a really good assessment. Just to, <laughs> just to, to, because if the Hong Kong thing blows up, they'll just release 8.3. Mm-hmm. And, and redirect <laughs> everyone. Yeah. It's been on the test servers for what, like two weeks? You think they're going to go Maybe ahead and... two weeks. Well, they fixed the corruption system. You know, <laughs> I, I definitely don't think they're going to release it that soon because we still have the anniversary event coming up that we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, that's but that's true. a separate event. True. That's true. Uh, okay. The other thing for Warcraft uh, is we still haven't gotten a release date for Warcraft 3 Reforged. Yeah, that was supposed to be out 2019 and they still haven't said a, a single thing about it. I've heard one or two podcasts speculate that it's going to be, bam, it's out today. I could see that. I can see that also. Do you think it'll happen? No. I, I would give it 50-50 odds. I, okay. I think I think there's a good chance, but I also don't, I'm not sure. Because some of the stuff I've seen looks terrible. Uh-oh, that's not good. No, just, just the assets. Because um, I still have a developer ID for Unity, and some of the assets for Warcraft 3 look terrible. Uh-oh. Mm. They've been, I know that like uh, Wowhead has been data farming a lot of them and, and they've looked pretty good. Yeah, but if but you some do, of them don't, <laughs> some of them look like they need a lot of work. Huh. Okay. Like you look at the buildings or some of the mobile units and as soon as you start moving them, they glitch. So do you think we'll, we'll get a release date at all during BlizzCon or do you think they'll just be like, it's still coming? We might get a PTR release, but okay. I don't know if we'll get anything more than that this year. I think either Classic really pushed um, the limits on the Classic team. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, they have like a Classic Games team, I think, that works on a lot of the older IPs. Yeah, they're, it's like a Heritage team or something like that. Yeah, and that probably pushed the expansion for, for three Reforged out. Okay. All right, let's turn our heads to the uh, other huge rumor that's, that's coming that, that frankly is last year's rumor recycled. Yeah. And that is on the Diablo side of things. Last year, of course, they an- announced the mobile game Diablo Immortal, mm-hmm. and it was not well received. Mm-mm. And then it kind of just disappeared from the spotlight. And the developer behind the game has said they finished it and they've handed it to Blizzard and they don't know what's going on with it. And Blizzard has not said anything. Do you expect we'll hear anything about that at this year's BlizzCon? Do you think that will be the bam, it's now playable? Or do you think they're just going to pretend like that never happened? Alora? Do, uh, do I think D4 is going to happen? No, I haven't gotten oh. to D4 yet. No, okay. do, just, just talking the... about just Diablo Immortal. Uh, and that's the mobile game, right? Because yeah, I, I right. have zero interest in the mobile game. Um, I, you know, that's another one that shows up actually in my, in my news feeds a lot. And I, um, 
I try to tell my newsfeed that I'm not interested in it. (laughs) (laughs) I I have no, I was so devastated when they, when they announced that and um, like totally channeled all the, the, dismay and disappointment and frustration of the community um, because it's absolutely not what I wanted to see either. So I, I have no predictions about it at all with the, with the mobile and I don't like it and I'd be okay if they never released it. So, so if it, it, if they never said the words Diablo immortal again, you would just be absolutely fine. I'd be okay. (laughs) All right, Chris, what do you think? Do you think we're going to hear anything about it or do you think it's being swept under the rug as a mistake? I think we'll hear about it. I just don't know what we'll hear about it. Because you know Blizzard and how they like to polish stuff, mm-hmm. I, right? I just don't know what they're doing to polish it. Okay, all right. Well, then of course the big rumor is Diablo Four that it's time for it to be announced, and everybody was so confident that this was going to happen last year, and I, I think some of that confidence went down when Blizzard a couple of weeks before BlizzCon last year released a press statement saying, "Hey, we know you're excited about Diablo, but kind of curb your enthusiasm and uh, you know." pull back on your expectations. And then of course they, they still managed to disappoint people. There's been no word of that sort from blizzard this year. uh, And everybody is expecting there to be a Diablo four announced. Do you think it's going to happen? What would you like to see from it? Alora? Um, I do think that there will be a D four announcement. And that is again, my newsfeed, you know, just showing leaks. Um, And I, I think that um, I can't, (sighs) If I have to be completely honest, which I will try to be, um, I almost wondered if Blizzard was leaking D4 to um, kind of redirect the social media from away from um, the Hong Kong thing. So I thought that maybe that that was actually an intentional leak. Um, and maybe that's just me being hopeful because I really, really would like to see D4. I love the story. Well, that would be a smart move on their part. Let's mm-hmm. let's guide the narrative a little bit by steering it in the direction we want. Right. Let's give them. Let's give the community some positive stuff that they're that they've been looking for. And I don't know. Again, I I don't know. Who knows? Um, do you but- want to see it just be more of what we've come to know from Diablo, or do you want to see something new, some new dynamic to the game? I actually would like to see something slightly new. I mean, I. Uh, carried on of the story of the general i definitely don't want to see the world changing a whole lot but um but i would like to see a new story i think the story is so robust and so powerful and so moving um that um you know we we love that dark epic story and it's just been it, it was so incredible i i would like to see more of it i definitely want to see more so i saw a rumor today talk about what if it's first person would that affect your like yeah, dislike of it? I don't. I don't like first person stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I heard that as well. That's not. That wouldn't. That wouldn't sell me very well. Diablo Four was going to be uh, the camera was over the the right shoulder, and oh. it was based off of um, Dark Souls. Oh, but hmm. that that went pretty well for people. A lot of people loved Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. more of a hardcore, you know, Dark Souls feel, but it was still mm-hmm. Diablo. So, Chris, do you want to see Diablo 4 announced? Are you, is that something you're expecting? And what um, would you like to see from it? Pretty sure that's a guarantee because apparently there was a German art book that came out last weekend. And in it, it actually lists Diablo 4 art. That was one of the headlines I saw on my newsfeed. Yeah. And in that, it also shows PvP. 
Ooh. Like you can play other people while you're playing. Well, wasn't that supposed to be a facet of uh, Diablo Immortal? That I don't know, because I really didn't pay a lot of attention to uh, to Immortal. Yeah, I don't know either. It, okay. it kind of went down the toilet, and so did most stuff with it. Okay. Uh, the other rumor regarding the Diablo series is potentially getting a remastered Diablo 2. Is that something that interests you guys at all, Chris? Oh, I think everybody and their mother would want a Diablo 2 uh, remastered version. Mm-hmm. Alora? I definitely would be um, very interested in it. I would, I would enjoy it. Although I definitely also, I would like to see more story. Oh yeah. I, I want to see the story continue on just because it's such a powerful story. They're really, they're, they've done such a phenomenal job with it. And I don't want to just sit there and do pendle skin runs for day, you know, for days on end. I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's be greedy and say we want both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just give us options, please. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on to the next game, Overwatch. They have announced that there will not be a new hero announced at BlizzCon, but the expectation is that there is going to be Overwatch 2 released there. Uh, and this is based on some sort of job listing, if I remember correctly, that, that hinted at an Overwatch 2. Well, it was more the, the canceled StarCraft shooter. And right. all, the, all the people from that project got pushed to Overwatch and then nothing new coming out for Overwatch. Right. The expectation is that Diablo, that, sorry, that Overwatch 2 will have a PvE element to it. And the question is whether it will have a PvP element because they've got so much money invested in Overwatch with like the Overwatch League. Is it a title that they can come out with a new iteration of and maintain that success? Or are they diluting their market too much by having Overwatch and Overwatch 2? Fortnite does it. Why couldn't Overwatch? Fortnite still has the same. It's only one game. Right, and that's that's the question. What do you mean? You can play single player. Well, yeah, but the, it's only one game. It would be like having a Fortnite and a Fortnite 2 as opposed to having an Overwatch and an Overwatch 2. Right. The question is whether they're going to continue, whether the PvP aspect will stay in the first Overwatch game or whether Overwatch 2 will replace Overwatch 1. Oh, so you think like Overwatch 2 is only going to be PvE? That's one of the the rumors that I've read. Ooh, I oh, can't see that happening. No, I'd say Overwatch 2 does both and just completely, you know, um, wipes out Overwatch. You think so? That's that's what I read. Okay. Interesting. And Laura, you're not invested in Overwatch at all, right? No, my daughter plays it a lot. Um, that's, <laughs> that's the extent of my... She's 18, so I don't, that's the extent of my experience with it. Yeah, well, on that and, and managing a Discord server briefly for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm still admin, actually, in that server, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't okay. do uh, I, I I like the idea of a PvE uh, as a single player who doesn't have a lot of time with, you know, because I spend so much time in WoW, I don't have a whole lot of time for something like Overwatch, so I, I kind of like being able to... I like being able to jump in and just play some quick matches, but I don't have time to like build up a rank. So the idea of PVE, which would allow them to expand the story, uh, I'd, I'd love that. And the idea of uh, you know something that I can just play on my own without having to worry about finding a group and whether anybody on that group sucks or I'm the one in the group that sucks. I kind of like the idea of you know having that experience. So a PVE Overwatch sounds really appealing to me. That could be appealing to me also. Oh, no question. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, Hearthstone. Uh, they usually announce a new expansion at BlizzCon, but I have heard absolutely no 
news on this front. Of course, I'm not as huge a Hearthstone fan as I could be. Uh, Chris, you want to sound off about what the expectations are as far as that game goes? Well, there is a, uh, I, th- I think there's six mystery blocks on the floor plan. Yes. So I think there's one for every IP right now, plus one. So there might even be like a new IP, but there's one for Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Hearthstone, and you know, whatever's left. So it wouldn't surprise me if there's a new Hearthstone expansion because I think two come out a year. Right. So usually one, one like single player mission and then one just like a card expansion pack. Has there been any rumor on what that might be? Nothing I've heard of, but honestly, there hasn't been a lot of hype around expansion packs lately. Most of mm. them are just trying to settle into the meta game. Right. Well, and I know like some of the other the news sites and, and podcasts that I listen to that are focused on Blizzard, I feel like I never even hear about a new expansion coming out. It's that it just came out. And I was like, what? And then, you know, oh, yeah, log in and get your free card packs or whatever. And then and then I don't hear anything about it for six more months. And then it's like, oh, it came out. So I don't know how much farming there is at looking at that information in advance. Unless you are really big into the arena circuit or the ranked circuit or anything like that, or like playing the tournaments, you're probably not following Hearthstone. And if that's the case, you really don't care about a new expansion, except when it comes out. Okay. You just know they will come out twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> you can set your watch to it, you know. Um, Heroes of the Storm kind of missed their opportunity at big news. And I, I, as Chris said, this game's kind of been killed. Um, I mean, they announced last year that they were no longer going to be doing competitive play with it. Right. And that, that essentially killed it. And instead of waiting for BlizzCon to announce any new news about it, we just got the announcement that Deathwing is being added as a new character. And it feels like that should have been something that was a BlizzCon announcement and either they just don't want to spend that much attention on it at BlizzCon or they've got something else big to announce. Any thoughts on that one? None of us really play it, so yeah, I don't know. I, I got nothing on Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> I see people play it on our Discord um, occasionally, but I don't, I don't... I get nothing on the game. Gotcha. Too Chris, many other anything? Well, I think Deathwing would be cool depending on what type of class he is. But, I mean, there's so many different characters right now that you'd have to play for a solid six months straight just to be able to get enough coins to catch them all without um, paying real money. But, I mean, the last... I want to say the last character that was introduced was Anduin. Hmm. So it's no, kinda... they had, no, they had a new, an original Kira, I think is her name. She was an original Nexus character. See, I thought she was before Anduin. Was she, was she before Anduin? Oh, okay. I might be mixing it up, but I know again, they, they I don't have play like, it. So, <laughs> I think they have two, maybe three original Heroes of the Storm characters, and the rest of them are from other IPs. Right. Yeah, it was one of those things that hey, we got a new character, and nobody cared. Yeah. So unless you play the game with your friends or online or whatever, you're it's like Hearthstone. You're the only one playing it. Well, and then the other Blizzard game that really hasn't gotten a whole lot of attention is StarCraft. And there hasn't been any rumors about anything new being announced at BlizzCon. And the new game that it had coming out ended up getting canned. Right. And those so, people went to Overwatch. And those people went to Overwatch. So I'm I'm curious as to whether StarCraft is going to see any love from BlizzCon or, or if it's just kind of left in the dirt as well. Yeah, I don't know. I have no predictions on that one either. I haven't heard anything in the news. 
The other speculation, just to spend a minute on, is as Chris said, there's six mystery slots in the schedule, mm-hmm. which this isn't unusual. We're used to seeing mystery slots in the schedule because they want to make whatever big reveal they have. And then, oh, those will be populated. And now you'll know what to go to. But with six holes, it could almost be room for a new IP. Yeah. Do you, what? And we haven't heard any rumors about a new IP since what was it? Titan was what it was called. And then it became overwatch. Yeah. Titan became overwatch. Yeah. Since Titan was shelved, that was kind of the last new IP that we heard any rumors about. What would you like to see blizzard get into if they did open a new IP? Alora? Wow. Um, there, I, I wouldn't actually, I would like to see, you know, unless they go the VR route. Um, I, I don't really want to see, um, anything new in particular. I'm not, I'm so devoted to my game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty much a wow baby. Um, And um, with a little D3 on the side, but um, yeah, I got nothing there. I I don't want to see anything new. Okay. Chris, any ideas on a new IP direction? The one thing I'd really like to see, which has been bounced around for years is a Warcraft pet battle game. Hmm. Yeah. I know that when um, Pokemon go, which was what 2016 that yeah. it became that you know it, it really stormed everywhere the summer that there was rumor that Blizz, blizzard might go that direction and then there's been no follow-up right but have it actually linked to your real in-game pets like you take the Ooh. 1400 or however many i have in my characters and play them in the real world that's that's your homework assignment for the week uh, <laughs> i want to know i want to know on next episode how many pets each of you has I have um, 846 unique pets. You just have that pulled in your head, right? I was working on it this morning, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, and and pay attention to Monday, I think, is super squirt leveling. Oh, that's so. Oh. You, can, you can go to your garrison and within three to four minutes, level all your pets to 25. Hey. As long as they already have a couple of levels because they have to survive that one attack. Yeah, they got to survive that initial attack. Nice. So it, it's super squirt leveling time. Right. Yeah, I leveled like five or six pets the last time Squirt was up. So yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so a pet battling mobile game. Yeah, either mobile game or something you can do like in a web browser almost. Okay, I could go with the pet battling mobile game. I, <laughs> I could handle that one. That's, that's not a new IP. That's just building no. something new on an existing IP. Although I totally would be down with that, and that would that would absolutely cure my. Because uh, I'm so interested in pet battles, and then I get in game and I do Don't it for care. like half an hour, and then I'm like, nah, I'm kind of done with this. But if it was something I could do mobile, yeah, I totally would be behind that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The other thing would be something like auto chess. Now, I've heard that term thrown around, and I don't, I'm not familiar with it. So you're going to have to explain that one to me. Auto chess is a game that's getting pretty popular. It's kind of a. Um, how do I explain it? Um, it's like eight players on one board all at the same time. And you kind of, it's it's a strategy game. Think of it more like StarCraft almost. I mean, you could actually build oh. it in the StarCraft game, but you kind of um, set your people up, set it up to how you want them to play and then kind of let them loose. Mm-hmm. So as it goes, you can kind of, you know how, like in StarCraft, you can kind of queue up what you want each building to build? 
Yes. Think of it like that, except it's all active at the same time for everybody on one board. Hmm. Um, and a couple more companies have been doing this. I think um, Riot Games have one. Yeah, um, I knew that. Um, I think Valve has one. I believe so, yes. Uh, there's a handful of them going out, but the idea is pretty much the same. It, it's 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 a giant strategy game that you kind of queue up all your stuff and then you build experience and blah 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 blah. I could see them doing I could see them doing that with something pre-existing like StarCraft, but I don't think there's been enough time from that becoming trending to now for them to have developed anything. I would be more I could I could hear them doing like a battle royale thing. Maybe because there's been enough time for them to develop one, but I don't know that they've had enough time for a auto chess. Well, they've already had a battle royale with uh, heroes. That's not really battle royale. Not really, but I mean, you could easily just turn it into a first person one. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, balls to the wall. Absolutely madcap. Uh, what would you love to see them announce at BlizzCon if you absolutely had your wish? Alora. Player housing, fully oh God, yes. robust, open sandbox. Give us the freaking developer tools and let us design what we want. I think player housing is the one thing that would actually save World of Warcraft. I think that they're struggling right now, and that's something that hopefully we'll discuss in future episodes. Yes, um, but, for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I have long advocated for and long felt and and clearly the garrisons weren't it it's not what i would ever have wanted anyways um i can see why they did it but and they have a hard time giving up um control they they're for all the freedoms that they give to us and for all that they understand or seem to understand um that we are very interested in um player identity and um some really iconic class identity um and um and player housing, they, they don't like to give up control much at all. Um, and so that is the one thing actually that I, that I think would save world of, I think that would guarantee them four solid years of um, a very good retail sales. If they could, if they could do it right. Okay. Chris, again, balls to the wall, anything sky's the limit. What would you like to see them announce? You're probably not going to like my answer, <laughs> but a different storyline for classic. Don't go to BC. Don't go to Lich King. A completely different expansion after this. Okay. I've heard a lot of people want for that, and I can I could see them possibly going that direction. I don't think they will, but yeah, okay. So you hmm. so keep the mechanics of classic but go in a new direction. Yeah. Even if it's something like Wrath of the Lich Queen, where you have to go kill Sylvanas. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Gotcha. <laughs> I might actually have to play then too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, that is our BlizzCon predictions. Next week, we'll be back with uh, our responses to what actually happened at BlizzCon, how much we were <laughs> right, how much we were wrong. Probably a lot wrong, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can make sure you catch our upcoming episodes, including that one. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Talna Hess. And uh, Chris, where can people find you? Twitter, talent underscore Chris. Okay. And Alora? I'm on Dollarant server. I don't have any uh, Twitter stuff. Um, but I can say uh, that you can find me here at the show, um, AzerothCitizens at gmail.com, and Twitter and Facebook at AzerothCitizens. All right. That'll do it for us this week. We'll see you next week.